This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. Welcome back. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flala. Thank you for being along for the ride. Our next guests on the show are two uh, esteemed gentlemen who I'm excited to be speaking to this week because the company that they work for is a company that I think everybody in the world has some kind of connection to. Uh, when it comes to consumer electronics, the brand name Sharp is one that we are very familiar with, and I'm very happy to welcome Jim Sandusky, the president of Sharp Home Electronics Company of America. Jim, thank you so much for being on your tech report. I'm so excited to be talking to you this week. Great to hear you, Mark. And your vice president and a second in command, would we call you, in the sales and marketing, uh, Peter Weedfall. Thank you for being here as well. Two, two for the price of one, guys. It's great, great pleasure. We love talking about technology and we love talking about Sharp, especially with you, Mark. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, guys, normally when we have a company on for the first time, we ask our guests to give us a little history lesson, you know, explain where the company came from, when was it founded. But I don't think it's one of those things that I really have to do with you guys, because the the brand name Sharp is like, I mean, it's, it's synonymous, especially when it comes to, you know, home electronics. Uh, I, I think if we were to try and list off the number of products that Sharp has created over its time, we'd probably be here for about you know an hour just listing it off. So, do you think it's a fair assessment that we don't need to introduce the world to the company right now? Well, if I could, uh, of course, let me, let me take that as is to say a, a couple of things. So, so Sharp's been around since 1912, actually. So more than more than 100 years, we were founded uh, in in Japan, and, and we have uh, organizations across the world, and we represent Peter and I represent the the U.S. organization. And, um, you know, we've had we've had a lot of kind of world's first, you know, over our history, um, you know, microwave ovens, for example, we we launched the first uh, commercial microwave oven in Japan in 1962. And we came out with consumer microwave ovens in, in 1966. Uh, and also at that time, we introduced uh, the first microwave oven with with a carousel, which is a turntable, which is in all uh, microwave ovens today. And then from there, you know, we've We've expanded over the years. You know, interestingly, in, in 1989, we introduced and, and still have a patent on um, a refrigerator, full-size refrigerator, which you can open the door from the left side or the right side, whatever your your, your pleasure is. And um, and since then, you know, we've continued to to innovate. Uh, we introduced a sensor in 1979 in microwave ovens, a humidity sensor that determines best when your popcorn is done popping, for example, or or the food that you're cooking is uh, is cooked right, um, and then um, 2004 we we introduced uh, superheated steam oven, uh, in which using superheated steam, which is up to 450 degrees, you can actually grill a hamburger using nothing but steam. And I know it it sounds like you're going to get soggy food, but but uh, it, you can grill a hamburger, and what's nice is when you like put chicken in there, you, it's very crispy on the outside because it's 450 degrees. But because it's moisture that you're cooking with and not dry convection heat, the, the chicken is 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 tender and juicy inside. So so we've we've been um, we've had a number of firsts over the years. You know those are those. Yeah, but Jim, Jim forgot something. Jim, you forgot a couple of things there. Come on, we're gonna have fun with more. <laughs> <Number one. laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's. 
Well, you know, it's nice to crow. Jim loves to crow. Fact claims, hey, we've been doing this, we've been doing that. But, Jim, you forgot to tie it down. We've sold over 140 million microwave ovens worldwide since 1962. And because we may talk about steam a little bit more, we've sold over 2 million steam ovens since 2004. And later on, you're going to talk about purifying the air that you breathe, Mark. Uh-huh. We've sold over 90 million plasma cluster ion technology engines for air purification worldwide since 2001. So, yes, we're, we're a great company. Thank you. Great brand. But we've also got numbers to back up. Yes. Consumers are voting with their feet voting with their pocketbooks, and so are our dealers and retailers, who we all love so much. You know, you, you talked about, you know, uh, yeah, Jim, you talked about all the stats in terms of, you know, when you came out, when you were founded in, in 1912, the first consumer microwave oven, and a lot of the features and a lot of the things that were, f- were first to market when it came to Sharp. Th- this is all intellectual property that, you know, you continue to use throughout, you know, the in- entirety of the life cycle of products, and it, and it helps those products grow. And I think people overlook those when they're looking at a product, they're like, okay, I'm getting a microwave. It, it does my popcorn. But, you know, listening to you explain all that history that goes into it, I think that's important for people to realize because it's more than just, you know, going out and spending $300 on a microwave that could do my popcorn. There's actual care and thought and, and, and time that was an R&D and years of experience that goes into building a product like that. So when people have the option and they're looking at different products, I think it's important for people to realize that. And, and I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, the feeling based on the numbers that consumers are realizing that. Is that a feeling that you get as well when it comes to your customers? Yeah, I, I, I just want to mention one thing, Jim, as an example, if I could. You know, you mentioned people are going out and a microwave is a microwave is a microwave. So I'll let Jim talk more about the technology and speeds and feeds of it. But I do want to give you an example of how we think, Mark. So one day we all looked up and said, wait a second, every single microwave oven has a popcorn button. Okay, so I guess they cook popcorn all the same. So we went and found out that Orville Redenbacher is the number one best-selling microwave popcorn in the world, right? So what did we do? We took about 10 of our competitors' products, microwaves, and we took the Orville Redenbacher, popped it in all of it, and realized, wait a second, they're all different. This one's got 50 or 75 or 100 kernels left over after cooking. This one's got burnt popcorn. So we went to Conagra, which is the mothership for Orville, the corporation, presented all that to them, worked with them in Nebraska, Jim's hometown. Mm -hmm. And for almost a year, we tuned our 1.1 and 1.4 countertop microwave oven to cook perfect popcorn. And we have the mark. We have the Orville Redenbacher brand on the box with popcorn. They just wanted their brand to exercise their popcorn to be the best of breed in the marketplace, along with the best of breed player with Sharp. They don't do this with any other brand. So we're proud of having the Orville Redenbacher brand and the product tuned because the number number two reason for cooking or using a microwave, number two, number one is cooking or warming. Number two is cooked popcorn. That's hilarious. So we were, it's smart. It's pretty funny, right? Yeah. So, you know, what, what Peter has highlighted is the fact that uh, we do have a lot of technology uh, in our home appliance products, but we really try to make it transparent to the consumer, right? So we just want to make our products simple to use, right? You don't need to read an owner's manual in order to be able to operate it. And you don't need to read an owner's manual to be able to get great cooking results from them. And I got to tell you, Jim, thanks for setting that one up. Um, <laughs> our brand promise, and, you know, we view brand 
Mark, as a metal, you have to shine every day, every touch point, surface, support, quality, uh, competitive advantage juxtaposed against others. Our brand slogan is sharp, simply better living. The products are very simple to use. They're better than the competitors in the same class. And it's all about some form of better living, whether it's healthier living, a better living lifestyle, like with steam or air purification. But Mark, I'm gonna make the point, because I point to Jim, he's actually not only president, not only does he run our factories on the US side, he also is in charge of product marketing. I say to him, Jim, I'm spending all this time and money telling the marketplace, even on our packaging, it's simply better living. You need to make sure the products you're bringing to America are simple to use, better than a competition about better living. So we have that covenant with each other. It works. Yeah. So, so Jim, how do you how do you do that? How do you fulfill that? You know, Peter comes to you and says, "This is what you have to deliver." How do you do that day in and day out? That's not an easy task to do because you also not only have to do it, but you have to make sure that people know that you do it. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm supported by a great team. You know, we have. Um, you know, Peter mentioned that we do have uh, manufacturing locally in the United States. We have a facility in Memphis, Tennessee. So, you know, there's product planning people, there's product designers that are there. And we get together, product marketing team, we get together with them on a weekly basis to talk about what is the feedback from the market? What is Peter feeding back to product marketing in terms of what the customers are saying? And so we have weekly conversations with the factory. In fact, the, today at three o'clock, we're going to be having our regularly scheduled meeting with them. So that's the way we do it. You know, I, and, and I, I go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, and I think that Jim and I would both agree, we reconstituted the way we're driving our business, meaning we view product marketing, brand marketing, the advertising communications, and the sales organization as one team. We actually say sales plus marketing equals one, W-O-N. Mark, from a perspective, the reason I say it is many companies, they separate. Yeah. The, sale, the marketing department's over here with brand, the sales department's over here, product marketing's here, and they're not integrated the way we are under Jim's leadership. And I'm going to yell their names out. On, on the product side, we have uh, Haley, we have Yoshi, we have Rennie, we have Zach, who helps to quarterback it, works very closely with Matthew and Gene on brand marketing, works closely with my sales organization also. And that allows us to fulfill Simply Better Living. You know, that, that's that's interesting company DNA, and this is why I asked that question off the top of, the, of an interview, you know, because getting getting that DNA map allows people to really get a feel for a company, and I think is is important um, consumer feedback, and we speak to a lot of companies, especially the past couple of weeks, you know, with CES going on. Um, I try to get a gauge as to what companies and how much of their consumer feedback they listen to, how much they pay attention to on a daily basis, and it honestly is mind-boggling how many companies ignore that. And I get the opposite feeling here that you guys really have a pulse on what your consumers are telling you and the feedback they give. And not only that, but they're, it's actionable. You know, you're taking that advice and you're making sure that you you give it back and you actually you know build it into your products. So I let would... me just give you, if I could, just give you a, a great example of, of listening to customer feedback. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll highlight a product that we call the microwave drawer. This is a, a zero footprint built-in microwave oven that um, Sharp developed and um, is, is the one and only manufacturer of, the, of this product. And this, this microwave drawer will, will go into like a center island yep. uh, within a kitchen. And it was conceived here in the United States. It, it was based on feedback that we would receive from consumers saying, boy, it'd be nice to be able to free up space on my countertop and not have to have necessarily a countertop microwave oven. So taking that as 
consumer feedback, we came up with the, the his name is Harry Hessen, who's actually still with us in, in Memphis, Tennessee, came up with the concept of a built-in microwave drawer where you 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 press a button and the drawer actually opens up and it, it's underneath the counter. So you then put the dish inside and then you press a button or you give it a little nudge with with your with your arm and the drawer will automatically close. So we're the only ones in, in the industry with that. And we build for for other brands as well. But that's an example of listening to the consumer and you know, and, and these are premium priced products that the consumer is, is willing to pay a premium for that type of product that gives the space back on the countertop. And, and we would add to that, that, and we use this expression throughout the whole company, the answers are out there. Meaning the answers are not us going into an enclave in a grotto and creating something. We listen to the voice of the dealer. We listen to the voice of the distributor. We listen to the voice of the customer. We actually listen to the voice of the editorial community. And what that does is we know risk never sleeps. The last thing we want to do is bring a product to market that consumers don't want to have the largest museum of failed products. So literally our, our doctrine of necessity, which Jim is describing, um, we could go forward one more point, Jim, on that, is that we are about to announce and release the world's first convection built-in microwave drawer. And we have been listening to the voice of consumers, the architects, the designers, the builders, um, everybody for years saying, could you bring out a convection microwave drawer, which nobody else has, and we're about to release it because we listened to what the market demanded. Guys, you know, what the, the premise for this interview when I first reached out to your PR company was um, some announcements at CES. And the announcements show the future of your products in terms of connecting them to everything else that we have in our home. The built-in Wi-Fi, the built-in, you know, uh, Amazon Alexa ecosystem. When did that shift? And I, I know that, you know, you probably saw the writing was on the wall over the past couple of years that this is a direction you definitely have to go. But what was that deciding pivot point that said, OK, it's time it's time to start taking this seriously. People actually want this in their home. Yeah, so it, it's been um, you know, probably three years now. I mean, clearly the writing was on the wall in terms of the connectivity that that has been in the living room, family room with a connected TV for quite some time. And. I would, I would say that we're still in the very early innings in terms of connectivity for kitchen appliances. Um, but we've been working on it for the last couple of years, and we've come out with a number of products within these past two years uh, that will that will add smart connectivity. And they're the things, Mark, that you mentioned, right, which is, you know, you build in Wi-Fi to the unit. You have an app that uh, that a consumer will load onto their phone. Um, and then also you can enable connectivity via your voice. So you can enable it to... Uh, connect to Amazon's Alexa ecosystem and be able to tell commands, uh, you know, like, you know, set the set the microwave oven to cook for three minutes. So things like that. So um, that is going to be it's it's definitely going to be 100 percent in the kitchen. You know, eventually it's just going to take a little bit more time. So we're still early innings. I would just add that simply better living. Look at the advantage we have on the positioning and posture of what we're doing. That's what Wi-Fi and enabled enablement of Alexa or Google is all about. So simply better living works. But I will tell you, one of the catalysts for us to move forward on this was to look up and realize there are about 80 million. Remember, there's about 328 million people in America. There's about 80 million devices that actually are connecting devices for Wi-Fi, of which about 55 million reported publicly um, is a device that is Alexa enabled. So 
people are hunting for a simply better lifestyle of being able to connect their different products together. Um, and not only are we connected on our new two new countertop Alexa models, our 1.1 and 1.4, which the genius of our product management team is just bringing to the market. It's coming out right now. And again, by the way, it comes on board with Orville Redenbacher. So the 1.1 countertop and the 1.4 were driving our, our the two best selling models we have. Now we put Alexa on top so you can connect to your Echo or uh, Dot. And on top of that, we're also building it into, as you know, our built-in appliances like our super steam oven um, and our microwave drawers and other products. So it's not just us saying we should do it. The market's moving and it's yeah. moving by connectivity. And so we want to make sure we're, we're out on ahead. You know, I think the um, the the benefits of obviously controlling a microwave by voice are fairly evident in terms of what you can do. However, you know, you're limited in terms of footprint on the microwave oven itself in terms of the buttons that you can provide and, and the feedback that you can give to a consumer. Now, allowing you to pair that with an app, you suddenly have this wealth of screen and real estate and interactivity that you can engage your customers at a whole new level. How are you taking advantage of that side of things? Yeah, uh I mean, that's an absolute great point. I mean, you know, we talk about simplicity. And so there's only so many buttons that you want to actually put on the product. But by having an app that that one can develop, I mean, you have unlimited real estate there. So, you know, Peter mentioned that we're, we're, uh, we're launching, literally as we speak, we're launching two Alexa-enabled countertop microwave ovens. And what we've done with that is we've created um, – on, on one of our sensor models, more than 70 cooking commands, right? So there's 70 different uh, types of foods that you can cook via the app um, that you could never put 70 buttons on a, on a physically on the, on the product. And so this, this adds the ability to have a better cooking outcome. Why Alexa? Why the Amazon ecosystem and not some of the other ones that are out today? Well, we mentioned, you know, in fact, I was on a call yesterday and um, I was asked that by an actual retail dealer. Why Why did you have your first two? Now, I'll let Jim talk about Google and, and other things we're working on, but why would you lead with Alexa? And I just gave you the numbers. If they've got out of 80 million connected devices, if they're at 55 million, then they've got three quarters and they're on a tear. So we're following the technology and following the platform that consumers are voting with their feet. But Jim, you may want to mention other other others. Yeah, we're so obviously at. yes, we're we're working on other platforms. But what Peter said is, you know, our first priority was to go with the market share leader in voice, and that is today Amazon's Alexa platform. You know, guys, one of the shows that I produce other than this radio show is a show called Double Tap TV, and it's a TV show all about tech. However, it's on a network that is geared towards people with disabilities, people who are primarily blind and low vision. When I started talking about this announcement on that show, the amount of feedback I got was astronomical. It was a, where can I get this? When can I get this? Um, I gotta have this in my hands because I can't get to my microwave. I can't use my microwave. When my wife's not home who can see, that's great, but I can't do anything. Did you think about that when you were designing this or is that one of those great benefits that kind of comes along for the ride? Accessibility is one of those things that, you know, it, it's hard, especially in traditional old school kind of electronics. Yeah, actually, you talk about accessibility. I mean, that's one of the great benefits of our what I previously mentioned, which was our microwave drawer. The fact that it's 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 built into the kitchen island. It's it's below the countertop of you know height of 36 inches. Someone, for example, in a wheelchair, can just press the button and and be able to 
put their cooking dish in in the microwave oven because it's at the height of even if you're you're sitting down in a wheelchair. So yes, accessibility is a, is a great benefit of a product like our microwave drawer. And Alexa is an example that connectivity is to your point also that you don't have to see it, you can command it. But mm -hmm. I do want to mention, Jim, if I could, because there's another great product we have. And Mark, you may want to talk about this subject because we're right in the middle of this pandemic. And that subject is air purification. And yep. we have a model that covers about 502 square feet of air purification that is also Alexa enabled, our J80, um, Sharp J80 with plasma cluster ion technology in it. So it's really important for everyone to understand the benefits of the air purification, why we have it connected the way we do, uh, and what's the difference between our product line versus others. Remember, Simply Better Living is your air purification simply better and is it better from a living and healthy standpoint? You know, I have right right in front of me here. It says, you know, the list of things that I wanted to talk about. It was, it was, um, you know, specifically HEPA plasma culture air purifiers. I, I have to be totally honest. When I see large words like that, I get confused. No, but can, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people look <laughs> sure. at that a word like that and go, okay, plasma cluster. Can you can you dive into that just a little bit and explain what that is? Because I know that's what sets these apart from everybody else. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna let Jim talk the technology, but I just want to set it up real quick, Jim. So as we said, the answers are out there. We look at what the CDC is saying. And what we read and understood for years now is today, Mark, do you know how many breaths of air you take a day? How many times do you breathe a day on average? I, I couldn't even fathom it, to answer that question. Your listeners will find it interesting. 22,000 breaths a day. Wow. Okay. Number one. Number two, think of everybody staying home now more dramatically than ever before in the history of our world, right? Do you realize we're living in Petri dishes, if you will? We've got sealed windows, sealed doors. Remember when we were kids in high school, there was a Petri dish, it was empty. The teacher says, come back tomorrow, and then it's green and it's yellow. Yeah. Our homes are full of bacteria, airborne viruses, mold, mildew, um, odors, pet dander. 75 million people have a dog or a cat. So the point is this, air purification for us is extremely important and we have a technology that nobody else has. I mentioned earlier, we've sold 90 million worldwide air purification engines called plasma cluster ion technology. Um, I'll let Jim go through it, but basically what it does is our competitors have what we call passive air purifiers. In other words, it has HEPA, which is a standard air purification nomenclature, but it sits in the corner and it waits for some caca or something bad to come to it. Ours does that, but also has thousands and thousands of what we call plasma cluster ion technology, positive and negative ions, oxygen and hydrogen that go out, find what's bad, grab it, destroy it, I do have a passion for this. I'm trying to save people's lives. Explain it. I'm, you know, I'm, we're, we're on a, we're on a video chat doing this interview for our listeners out there, and Jim, the 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 look of pride on Jim's face that you're diving into some of the tech side of things is very very Sorry. evident here. Well, he said that president Peter's been listening to our training materials. That's right. The president teaches us well. So so Jim, do you want to do you want to dive into the, some of the the technology of the of the plasma cluster? Well, I, I think Peter got got so enthusiastic he he explained it. So so he, he's right what he it's said. The, which he is, didn't necessarily do it right. <laughs> oh no, he, he he did it right. So mo most air purifiers are what we call passive devices, which is they they you know it it takes the air that comes into it and it has a filter which which filters out any of the dust and and airborne particles. 
But what our device does in addition is the air that is coming out of the air purifier, right, the purified air, um, we have something what's known as a plasma cluster ion generator. And so what it's doing is it's sending these positive and negative charged ions out into the room, you know, covering the square footage coverage of the, the room. Peter mentioned one of our models that's 500 square feet. And these, these negative and positive particles attach themselves to airborne viruses and bacteria. And by attaching to it, it actually deactivates these. And, and, and what happens is the bacteria and the viruses fall to the ground, to the carpet, you know, basically dead. And then when you, when you vacuum, you know, they're gone, right? So it's, it's, um, it's a way that we call it active air purification. And, and the education on top of that is, you know, we have a respiratory, a respiratory system, our larynx, our pharynx, our whole blood system, which air is flowing through. And sometimes I get sad when I go to someone's home and they have a fan on in little Johnny's room and while he's playing, they're shooting all the bad stuff right through his nostrils and then he's sick three days later. So my joke is in my neighborhood, oh, you're wearing a mask walking down a street, wear that mask, but you don't take it off when you go in your home, do you? Well, what do you mean? You know the air inside your home is five to a hundred times worse than the air outside, which is true by the CDC. And then the story continues, and then I sell an air purifier from Sharp Plasma Cluster Ion Technology. Yeah, I'm already online here shopping because I uh, <laughs> I feel that my home is extremely inadequate, guys. Um, I, I, I've eaten up so much time. You know, I wanted to dive into so much more. Uh, so if you don't mind, just entertain me for another couple seconds. Uh, just I want to loop back to the Super Steam Plus um, ovens because can, can you explain that technology to me? How how steam is actually used in the ovens to make better food? Yeah, sure. So, um, so we have um, back in 2002, we launched uh, Super Steam ovens um, to you know to to the world, and so it, it's a it's what we call a three-in-one oven. So it is a traditional convection oven using dry heat. It's a steam oven that you can like um, cook vegetables at at 212 degrees. I mean, that's the temperature that water turns into vapor, right? 212 degrees. But we have um, a, a second, what we call engine, which will take water, boil it to 212 degrees, then take that steam that's generated as a result, put it through this second engine and supercharge it to be exhausted into the cavity of the oven at 450 degrees. And again, when you get to 450 degrees, you can grill a steak, you can grill a hamburger, you can, you know, you can have fried chicken. But the nice thing about it is because you're only using water vapor, which, by the way, at 450 degrees, it's completely invisible. You cannot, you cannot see it. And it will, again, it will put a nice crispy exterior to the food, but keep it moist and juicy on the inside. Yeah, it takes out your, you know, and also there's other side benefits. Salts are removed. You don't have to put so much oil and, and paprika on it. It's so delicious, Mark. You know, we, we've we I've cooked chickens in it right in front of a dealer. They pull the chicken out. They got this huge knife and this huge fork, and they're getting ready to carve it. And they're it amazed. <laughs> it, it's yeah. just, it just falls right off the bone because – and one last data point, Jim. I always like to put a little jaunty spirit in because he's very <laughs> serious. I'm the funny guy. But think of it this way. Stream beans grew up in water, Right. Broccoli grew up in water. Fish grew up in water. Cows grew up in water. Everything that we consume basically grew up in water. 
So why wouldn't you take that and refresh it and recook it with water, which is cooking with steam or superheated steam, to bring back the natural juices, the natural oils, the natural taste? And by the way, when you cook in this, Mark, you will be stunned how delicious, how green the asparagus looks, how green the broccoli looks. Whoops, Jim. Simply better living. <laughs> All ties together, doesn't it? <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, thank yeah. you so much for taking the time to join me. Um, it's It's been an absolute pleasure. This has become an entire show now. It's not just a segment. We're going to be talking all about Sharp. Um, thank you, honestly, for taking the time to join me. Um, so exciting to hear some of the announcements from CES. And now, of course, I'm second-guessing everything in my home. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I'm already, on, I'm already here on Amazon going, okay, how do I get my air purifiers? i got seven rooms. We'll get it. We'll get it settled. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for being so sharp. Oh, I'm sharp. Uh, Thanks, guys, for being here. What a great interview. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. If you're not following already, please do so. It is at Your Tech Report on all our social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and the Twitter, of course. Uh, On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Marco Flalo. Thank you for being here. We'll chat with you again next week here on Your Tech Report. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.